right, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Grind Podcast, where I talk about hunting, entrepreneurship, and the daily grind, what it takes to earn sticks. I'm your host, Eric Van Workham. I got PZ here with me today. If you guys didn't notice, we launched our first episode of the Year of the Deer, um, an archery mule deer hunt. Thanks for all the support, by the way. It's been it's been absolutely amazing. Um, this Year of the Deer series is going to be absolutely epic. Can't wait to show you more episodes. Next up, next week probably is going to be Aaron's High Country Mule Deer Hunt mm-hmm. uh, with ar- archery tackle in hand. And, uh, but we wanted to kind of break down the shot on, um, that early season archery mule deer hunt. There was, there's a few comments on there that people understanding it, you know, camera angles, what I could see, what I couldn't see and so on and so forth. Yeah. That's probably good because I was hundred yards behind even you from the deer. So, and I was off to a side different from your angle. So there has been a couple comments of people wondering, so like, cause camera angle, you see the arrow kind of go right over the top of the bush and it almost looks like it's going straight through the bush a little bit, but it's like going up and into the deer. But the angle's so steep on that hill, you know, yeah. like from what I was seeing, I'm sure it was a lot different from what you were seeing. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what we wanted to talk about. What I could see versus, versus what Peyton could see were completely different. Now you're seeing the angle from Peyton's point of view and he was 80 to 120 yards behind me at least. Um, if yeah. not, if not farther, um, and we can tell you how we were shooting that that sequence. It was 120 frames per second. And what's that lens? Uh, it's a Sony 200 by 600 lens. So it's our long lens. I think that's one of the better Sony ones you can get. So we got that. You know, we've been talking about it for like the past year. How we try to upgrade or upgrade our equipment so it looks better. And that lens has just been money and so we're trying to we we go back between shooting on that 120 so we can try to get the slow motion for archery and then a lot of the other shots are 4k because it's just so crisp but that that lens is money so but the lens also weighs like a couple pounds it's big lens with the camera and then a big tripod because i want it to stay steady so when we're filming i'm always 20 yards behind Eric anyway because do you get him in frame with that camera I have to be farther back so there there gets to a point on that stock where it's all I'm carrying two Sony's the long lens and then this one freehanding it to record like us stocking up and then I start dropping off to the side to try to record Eric and record the deer with the long lens but we also got really cool footage of you in frame with the deer behind the bushes and like you can't get that if you don't stay back farther too with that lens yeah so just to clear the record peyton was not next to me he was he was quite a ways behind me and it had to be that so well it was really dry it was really dry up there that time of year and we've been already chasing that buck for five six days i can't remember how much it was but it was a while and yeah it was probably five or six days because it bled into the next week after the opener. Yeah. That was the sixth day it said on, I'm pretty sure, of hunting. Yeah. But yeah. And there's one day we didn't see him. Yeah. Um, there's one day we didn't see him. But most of the days we did and we got somewhat of it. Well, not the first day. We got a couple stocks on him. Yeah. And that, that spot where he ended up being, like in the film you said he's in a worse spot, it ended up being a better spot. Yeah. Because other spot, we were, so, we were going up such a steep grade on the hill, we could never see him. Yeah until they were gone. So. And, and ultimately I knew when to, to hold him and fold him because I could see him. Oh yeah. And that's what I loved about that stock is, you know, even though Lance is on the radio, I didn't really, uh, he didn't really guide me in per se. Um, like he did some of the other stocks. It was cause I could see him the whole time. And that's what, that's what ultimately got that deer killed is I could see him while I was stalking in on him. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier. Makes when, it a lot easier than you're not 
you can be more patient. You don't have to question, yeah. oh, is he looking? Is his head up? Is he chewing? You know what I mean? And we were a little worried the whole time. He was right on the edge of those aspens the whole time. And he was getting and, ready to go in. And get in and go to that thick stuff, which I was surprised he was kind of hanging out on such thick stuff for being a velvet bug. Yeah. But he was smart, and he was always hanging off in some thick stuff. And so you were trying to hurry. So you're, that's why you also told me, like, to stay back and get it. Like, you were trying to move faster anyway. Yeah. And with that tripod, if freaking if it hits any bush it's louder because it's the yeah, aluminum it's and yeah. uh, it's squeaky like trying to get legs adjusted because it's so uneven the ground like i have to adjust legs to just try to get it even so me staying back is definitely the best chance too for eric to get a shot especially it worked out there too because i could see the deer it sucks when you can't see the deer and you don't get the shot yeah, but yeah but it worked out for us yeah so we had the sun going against us because that yep. sun was forcing him into the aspens. And the challenge with this buck, once he bedded, there was no play. That thick no. oak and uh, whatever that stuff was, the scrub oak, the quakies, there was, you couldn't stalk them because you couldn't see where they bed. Oh, yeah, you, we watched them a couple times. Like They would go into the thick stuff and you didn't know where they were bedding. So. Yeah. so you had to try to catch them on their feet and trying to kill a buck with a bow while he's on his feet before he beds. That's pretty tough to do. Oh, yeah. And we kind of learned that out. Like, we would watch them for a while in the morning, see what they're doing. But then we'd run out of time by the time we got yeah. over there. So We almost that, killed them the day before, but he snuck into the brush before we yeah, could get there. We kind of just ran out of time. And so that morning, we saw him right away, and we're like, let's go. We, yeah. were, we were down going after him as soon as we yeah. could. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was awesome. Had Lance stay back. So he, some of that phone scope video that you can see me in the buck and frame, that's courtesy of Lance. Thanks, dude. Um, and then Peyton and I stalking in. Eventually, I just told Peyton to stay back. Yeah. I'm like, hey, can you see from here? Stay back. I'm going in. So, I, I, he was just, he was just kind of milling around. The stock was perfect. Wind stayed consistent. And then I got to about 70, 75 yards, and um, he wasn't quite out of the brush. And I'm like, no. And I felt the wind hit my back. Yep. So he he immediately, and you'll see in the video, he immediately pinpointed Peyton and I. Knew exactly where we were. It was so cool because he's like, boom, there they are. And there's a while where, like, you were trying to get the angle right because you're still kind of sneaking up. And he was, my angle, he was off to the left. And I kept thinking, oh, I hope Eric gets a shot right there. Yeah, because we course, thought he was going to sneak over to the left. Yeah. And then yeah. he went back to the right and this stood behind that bush. And I had had to move a couple times to keep trying to track you and the deer because he had, he had moved pretty far left and went behind some bushes and then he came back out. But when, yeah, when he stops and picks his head up, I was like, shoot, shoot, shoot. He yeah. needed, like Eric needed to shoot him right now. And also, oh crap. Like yeah. I felt the wind switch too. And yeah. In fact, when, when that, when the wind switched and like, it's only, I'm like 10 seconds, he'll pick up his head. Sure enough, about 10, 50 seconds, he picked up his head. I'm like, I got to draw. Yeah. So I just drew and I'm kind of looking, I'm like kind of analyzing the branches, the brush, and I could see like a little bit of, of shoulder and obviously what's behind the shoulder lung. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I know this is a tight window, but I'm like, I can make this shot and, and uh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, cause with the, with an arrow, I, I don't know, like it always it has a, the angle of it, it's always dropping down. Right. So you, I bet you're thinking too, like it's going to go up and over the bushes yeah. and hit him. Cause yep. it's not like he's standing in the bush. He's behind it. Right. So the he, bush is in front like of it. He was like five yards behind it actually. Yeah. Once, once you get up there, like there's like, there's actually a more space behind it. Cause it, everything looks different yeah. when you're not, when you're a hundred yards away anyway. So like if you can get over that bush, your money. Yeah. In my, in my mind, I was like, I got to get to that spot. I got to get to that spot. And that spot was a bunch of brush. 
I'm like, if I can get to that brush, I got a chance to be able to shoot him. So mm-hmm. I got to that spot. Then the wind hit. Then he alerted. I'm like, oh, I've got a tiny, tiny window here. Should I take the shot? Should I not take the shot? I elected to take the shot. I knew I could get that. Uh, I knew if my uh, range was correct, I knew I could float that arrow over it. And I think that arrow going in hit one leaf. Yeah, it. How the angle? It like barely. I think barely hits a leaf. Yeah. Like. But well, not enough to like a branch or anything to send the arrow a different direction. Yeah, like that. Not enough to that cause arrow a stayed on the same path the whole entire time. Yeah, it there was w- perfect. Yeah, and it's like, but as that sun kind of crept over the hill because the sun obviously rises east to west, I was kind of shooting southeast. I'm like, I couldn't quite see where my uh, arrow went. I couldn't. I'm like, where did it go? And I thought I heard something hit, but I, then I wasn't sure. The buck took off bolted out of there sounded like crashing and then it stopped so i'm like either the buck just went around the hill and then we couldn't hear a sound anymore or the buck crashed that's kind of what i was thinking too because it curved pretty yeah, fast because right it there. curved yeah. yeah that's what i was thinking but i when you first shot i initially thought you hit him and you're standing there and i had put my hands up oh yeah you did and think I hit then him. you're looking back i mean i'm looking at you through the long lens and i looked depressed you're like i was like did he not hit him i was like how did he not hit? i was like he hit him but then i get up to you and you're like oh, i didn't hit him and record that and then we're both like sad about it yeah, I was like, we really? sad. Like, that was our best chance <laughs> and i was like but he went running off and so you're like well let's just go let's go find my arrow and so i just kind of put the camera down and stuff and we're like well we didn't Let's go and find it. Yeah. And then in the video, the next clip, is you're sitting there and your arrow's covered in blood and you're like, holy crap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we, obviously the silver lining here is go find your arrow. You never know. Oh, yeah. And sometimes it's hard to find your arrow, especially in thick brush or, you know, because a lot of times they'll bury in the dirt and on the mountain. That's oh, yeah. pretty tough to find. But Luckily, anyway, Lance knew where to yeah, Lance, tell you to go to. Yeah, he, Lance kind of told me where to go, where the buck was standing, went right to it. And there my arrow is. Sticking in the dirt, perfect. Fletching's up, bloody. I'm like, oh my gosh. And the, the second like, you said that too, I saw blood on the ground. We were like in the same area. I'm like, that is perfect blood. And I smelt the air on I'm like, oh my gosh, that's lung blood. And oh, I'm yeah. like, I, if you see in the video, I'm a little bit like, I'm a little bit shocked. Oh yeah, you're, you're, you're surprised like it was, like that's good. Yeah. Like you're like, smell it. And then we pulled out my phone and I put the SD card on there to check it. And like in the video, like the camera was in, Eric was recording his arrow and he'd put the camera down and then you hear me like, oh my gosh. Like when I first saw that, I just paused the video when I first saw the arrow before it even hit because I could see it in the slow-mo going through and I was just like, wait until you see this. Oh my gosh. And it, right, right I when it was I a good saw thing. it too, I, yeah, it was a good thing I was like, excited. that looks money. Like, like from this, the angle and everything. And there has been comments of people saying you shouldn't have taken the shot or he turned into it. And he did turn into he, it. I still think that arrow was going to tag his shoulder. I, but when he yeah. turned, it hit him perfect. Double it, long heart shot. It hit. I think him turning enough made it perfect. And people talk about, too, like when they shoot, they'll shoot whitetail or other deer at 20 yards, how they jump a string. Yeah. And they have to, you have to aim for different angles. And it's like you didn't know he was going to turn exactly that way, but the turning helped it. So it's like accounting yeah. for other things and your angle, it would have hit him regardless. And you're aiming for what you thought was a money shot anyway. So it has, yeah. it has helped him turning and it's like, it's the slightly, it's not like he moved five yards for the arrow to hit him. Yeah. It's like a couple inches. Yeah, definitely. I mean, 
and I admit on the video, there's some luck involved. That was probably the best shot I've ever made, but there was some luck involved. And the luck was I freaking double lung hearted him. Um, I think that buck was still going to die of a, a lung wound, um, but I don't think oh, yeah. we'd have found him in 10 steps. I think it, you know, could have been hours of tracking and who knows? You never know. You, you never know. Like you can take a lung out on a buck and they go forever anyway. Yeah. So or how about guys that shoot him in the pocket and never find him with good yeah. broadheads? Yeah. That you, happens. Like archeries can be unpredictable sometimes, even when people think they make perfect shots. So yeah, definitely. So we waited what, two hours and we, I mean, in the video, we didn't need to, I guess, but we didn't know that. We wanted yeah. to give him time. We went back, got our packs on, got water, put our boots on, and we waited there for a while. Yeah. And we did because we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't know. We looked over at the footage like a million times. In one second, we're saying, that's perfect shot. He's yeah. dead. And then next second, you're like, well, it might be a little bit far back yeah. and we're going to have to track him. Yeah. And the one thing that really gave me, um, that encouraged me, I guess, and gave me hope was his ear dropped. It's yeah, sunk I, you, when you notice that you're like his ears just pin back yeah. when he takes off. Yeah, I knew that was I knew yeah. that was bad for him, good for me. Yeah, so that that was that was a good sign. But when we, I just kept looking back at the angle of the arrow and where his body was, and we thought maybe it's a little bit low, but like it just looked too good for like from yeah. the angle of the shot and everything. So, yeah. but then after we waited and started walking over there i was like well i'll record blood i also thought like how everyone was feeling like we're going to be tracking this deer for a while and usually you're tracking a deer for even when you shoot him with a bow like maybe 100 yards even when it is a good shot and we freaking walk 15 yards oh my god i just barely put the camera down too where i was recording blood i'm like well we're probably going to be like there wasn't a like gallons of blood either it no. was like little bits and i'm like yeah. well i'll record i'll pick up the camera and we find some more blood and the next thing is eric putting his hands up saying here he is oh my god which it's everyone crazy. was so surprised that was such a cool feeling it was so yeah. exciting we all three of us were just stoked out of our minds like no no one expected to find the deer no that fast like you shoot them with a rifle and they run farther than that yeah that deer died so fast so fast so it's funny too because when i walked up there i took 10 steps and i smelled him I'm like, holy crap, if that buck would have just ran through here, and this is a summer buck, not a ruddy buck, I'm like, he's got to be right here if I'm smelling him. Yeah. You know? I'm like, man, this, and that buck stunk for whatever reason. Yeah, he was stinky. He he had a lot of scent, scent, a lot of deer scent. It yeah. wasn't like bloated scent because he'd been sitting there for an hour and a half, two hours. It was like, he was a musty buck. Yeah. He just had that buck smell. Yeah. And it, and then we just like celebrated and we're like, oh my gosh, that was an incredible and we were we were on cloud nine. So yeah, we Peyton and I just kind of wanted to get together a quick podcast, t- talk about the year of the deer series. Um, Aaron's hunt's coming up. Uh, we want to tell you a little bit about that shot. How my angle, I could see more of the buck than um, uh, Peyton could see because he was he was back. So I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I I could see some vitals versus Peyton's angle. Not much, but I could see it. And ultimately, I um, believed I could get that shot over that brush and ended up hammering him so if you haven't seen that buck uh watch it uh it's an absolutely incredible film peyton worked his tail off carrying those two cameras around trying <laughs> to capture that moment but let's talk a little bit about the next few films what do you got next we got aaron's so aaron's high country uh um he did that burn bucks with tyler last year and aaron had a tag again this year so same hunt he's him archery hunting with belmer there's a lot of good footage it's a cool hunt so they aaron chases a nice buck in it so there's a lot of really good velvet deer footage. So I think people will like that one. 
it's just kind of it's just a good archery film and then after that um we're working on connor's hunt he was the chairbound hunter that aaron took out this year with paul um and we were up there too we were up there too um go to see him kill his first buck that was well we weren't there when he actually killed it but we, he was in camp and yeah that was pretty incredible so um, we're working on that one next um and it's it's just a like this looking at the film makes you smile Connor's yeah. such a nice kid so such a nice kid. 18 years old and um lost use i'm, I'm not sure the story uh, actually i think it was a motorcycle he, yeah he crashed on his dirt bike that's like a little like nothing crazy either just kind of bailed off i'm pretty sure and just hit something wrong which is could, really sad could but happen to anyone he's he's the nicest kid yeah it could happen to anyone and he, like this film is awesome um but he shot uh he shot a few does but i believe this was his first ever buck yeah that's what that's what aaron says in the video um so working on that right now and it should come together pretty good too yeah we have some ideas for that and so so that and then we have a lot of other hunts we have janessa's hunt we have Seth's hunt there's a lot of uh, a lot of a lot cool of things come down the tube. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, Tyler's mountain goat hunt. Yeah, that'll be a cool video. I wanna. I haven't really looked at any of the footage besides some clips Aaron showed me, but there's a lot of cool clips, and so that that'll be a really cool hunt too. So there's a lot of videos that we need to start working yeah. on, but one at a time. Get them one at a time, <laughs> and we're also at 100, almost at 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. So thanks for all the support there. Thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for all you guys. Peyton's been working hard over the last year to grow that YouTube channel and, uh, put together epic hunts and films for you guys. So subscribe to this podcast. We're going to try to get it more regular here now that the uh, hunting season's over. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got a lot of entertaining stuff coming up. So thanks for all your support guys. And, uh, we'll catch you on the next one.